Welcome to Life is a Story. Uh, this is our third episode. Thank you for tuning in. Today I am here with Jonathan Rivera, who's going to tell me a little story about what it's like to basically hear people's points of views and take what he can from them. Uh, his story involves uh, a, a, someone from South Korea named Mr. Chin and then a judge from Arizona, uh, Judge Barker. Yeah, thank you for thank you for joining me on this. Oh, oh thank you, man. Um, you mentioned that uh, your story is going to be about uh, or basically hearing other people's points of view on, on mm-hmm. things, p- possibly political issues. I don't, I don't know if it's political um, or just... Uh, some of them, n- not all, but some of them. Okay. Um, and I, I think that's uh, good. That'll be interesting because I, yeah, I majored in philosophy. So philosophy okay. is basically it's about, I mean, philosophy is Greek for love of wisdom and mm-hmm. wisdom, I think comes from this. It comes from hearing people, not just the stories, but the arguments on things. So that's, yeah. that's uh, basically just sharing knowledge. So I thought, I think that's, that's interesting. Cause it, yeah, it's basically what philosophy is. It's, a, it's learning how to, mm-hmm. how to argue. It's learning about how to argue effectively. The most important thing to remember when you're arguing with someone, and this is something that no one like ever does is that you need to listen to the other person's argument in order to make your own. Yeah. Because if you haven't heard their argument, then you don't know what you're arguing against. And then you just, because so many people in arguments will just take, will just basically just hash out things that they, that they think, but it doesn't pertain to what the person's that the other person said. So there's no point really getting through to them. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, like I've, I mean, I know that like the the election was just like a couple weeks ago, right? So a yeah. lot of my conversations were political, but it wasn't it wasn't because I was wanting to necessarily like debate with people, like I said, and 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 like you said, I was listening, like I was literally just listening to people, and even my own opinion like didn't really matter. Like for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I went to go speak to. Um, his name was Jay Chin, Mr. Chin. He was, um, he's from South Korea originally. And he came to, to Phoenix years ago. Right. He, he fled South Korea because they wanted to kill him um, uh, for political reasons. Um, And and this was back then, like his, it had to do with his dad. Um, Mm -hmm. So his, his dad, and and he didn't really tell me details, but, but he told me enough to, cause he's like, my, my dad was working in, you know, to be, he was not a politician, but working with a politician. And when he left office, like they were threatening to, to kill his family. So he fled and that's why he's here now. And he's, he's, he was like a huge Trump supporter, like huge. Um, and, and I mean, I have my own opinion about that, yeah. but but I just, I love talking to him because I got to understand like why someone like him and why his story, like why he thinks the way he thinks. And, and then at the same time, I actually spoke to another person who was actually one who started the Republicans for Biden. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I saw that on Facebook. I think there's yeah, some, exactly. something about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to speak to, to, to the, to the guy who he, who started that he he was a a judge um, he's retired now but he was a judge in uh, in Phoenix 
And it was just so, it was so interesting to be able to sit down with both of them and have them literally explain why they think the way they do. And it was interesting because like, you know, at first they were kind of just like, oh, you know, this is the way things should be. And this is what they're doing wrong. You know what I mean? Like pointing fingers. But then after a while, I started to kind of see the similarities. I started to see the human being in them. Right. Mm -hmm. And once that started, I, and I did, I I didn't do a lot of talking. I was just listening because that's what I wanted to do. And after a while, I, I forgot that it happened with both people, right? I forgot Mm -hmm. who they were and who they were voting for. Like I forgot all of that. And we were having a good time. I was talking to him, to them, like I was talk, like I would talk to my best friend. Yeah, because I mean, if you take the politics out of out of it, like I mean, you can be friends with someone for years and not know what their political views are. Yeah, and sometimes people will find out what politi- what someone's political views are, and then just their entire opinion of that person changes. But it doesn't necessarily change the person. Like the person is still the same person, mm-hmm. whether before before and after you knew what their political stance was on things. Uh, who did you vote for or did you vote? I did. I did. Um, I, I voted for Biden okay. myself. Um, I actually did not, but I voted third party. That's what I did. Oh, okay. Okay. Third party. Third. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing is like I voted for Biden, but I, again, th- that that's just who, who I thought was a better choice. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think that personally, just my opinion, that the problem, I think the problem with Trump was not so much what he wanted to do, but what he, what he stood by and what he wasn't like, he didn't want to listen to both sides. That, that's just my opinion. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that was a lot of, he kind of said that straight yeah. up multiple times. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and, and, and I just thought that, that right now he wasn't, the best choice there are some things that he did good though i i think mm-hmm. so you know um and at the same time you know with with biden he wasn't like my number one choice out of everyone either um no yeah I a just, lot of people felt that way at least yeah my age yeah 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 um but i mean i i was i was really i was really fascinated though by like listening to like a lot of people and why why they why they voted the way they did. Um, and, you know, it's just, I, I don't, you know, my, my best friend, my best friend, he, he likes Trump and he voted for him. And mm-hmm. I never held that against him, you know. I, mm-hmm. We're still friends now. And I, I knew that. I, he knows that we don't agree on that. On, on that. But to, to me, what we're similar in and just, you know, what, what we strive to be like, to me, that was more important than who we voted for, you know? Yeah. I, I'll just, I guess I'll explain my, Okay, because yeah. I I didn't um I definitely thought Biden was the better choice over Trump. Well, yeah, I agree with you on the on the fact because the, Trump there were some th- good things that Trump did uh, as president, but uh, particularly I feel like he did some for uh, like uh, prison reform sort of, um, and I I feel like Biden is not going to do that, especially like Harris I know is has notoriously done the opposite of that so um but yeah i also i didn't i never liked trump's rhetoric uh and he i didn't like his divisive divisive tactics i didn't like uh there are also a lot of things he did that kind of i mean it could this could have just been the media or or you know facebook always likes to blow blow things up but but a lot of times they would call they would point to trump being a fascist but they made they made a lot of good arguments on that. So I always kind of uh, 
I didn't, I never really, they never, never sat right with me. I don't like fascism or commun, well, or, or extreme socialism because right. they're authoritarian. So I, I, uh, so, and so I, I wasn't really too comfortable with Biden either. Just not because I think that he's an extreme socialist or anything. Um, but for other reasons, um, I mean, he's a politician. You can't really trust anything that politicians say in general, but you know, um, the good, one good thing about Biden that I will say is that he, because a lot of people will, will claim that his views will flip flop based off of what he wants the American people to hear. Um, a good thing about that sort of is that um, at least he's letting the people be the voice. Now, the only thing is hopefully he uh, puts forth policies in the same manner and he's not just speaking. He's not just saying things that he's not actually going to get done. Um hmm. But we'll we'll find out next year or the year after. Um, the reason why I voted for I voted for Joe Jorgensen. She was a Libertarian Party candidate. Okay. Uh, and the reason why I did that was because um, because like I mean it was mostly like I mean the, the, the Libertarians were boasting about how um, how they're not the lesser of the two evils. They actually want things to to get done that is good that is good for everyone because. Democrats and Republicans both have things that they want to do that are good for everyone. And then they also have the negative parts of them. And I mean, the libertarians were trying to be like, Hey, we're going to take the good parts of each of the parties and basically combine them into a better party. And the the unfortunate thing with the libertarians is that they don't have enough traction to be able to get a, any sort of popular vote. And the fact that people see that makes them not want to vote. Because they're, because no. the idea that you're throwing your vote away, uh, but I voted for her just because. Well, first off, in Connecticut, I knew Biden's going to win my state, so my no. vote my vote really doesn't matter anyway. Um, so I just decided that I was going to vote for who I wanted to win, um, and I, I felt like I felt like she and Spike Cohen, who was a the who was her VP, because um, I've I've seen some of the stuff that he he's uh, written like or tweeted or whatever, uh, and he seems like a really they both seem like really knowledgeable people. Like they both, it was something that was frustrating with me is that they, they almost had to act like completely perfect in order to get people's attention. Mm. Like, like, cause Biden and Trump and all the other democratic and non-existent Republican nominees for this election. Um, they could, they already had the part, the, the party has already had the attention so they could yeah. really do or say whatever. And because I mean, like the media and, you know, everyone else, like the, 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 the rich people that kind of, run, that I believe kind of run, run the government, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna, they're gonna put the Democrats and Republicans in the spotlight and they don't have to act perfect because they're going to get all the attention anyway. Um, yeah. Whereas the libertarians, they need to act perfect. I remember la- uh, last election when Gary Johnson was the, was the front runner for them. Uh, he did, he had some interview where he started speaking with his, tongue out of his mouth like this. I don't remember what exactly what the point of that was, but I remember he was trying to make a point and then both, both sides, both sides of the, of like Fox news and the, the liberal side of the media, both pointed their fingers at him and was like, wow, what an idiot. Like, what is he doing? He looks stupid. And right away, lost all credibility from everyone. Mm. So <laughs> like, because there's no, there's no news outlet that's going to help you with that. Every, both sides want to attack you because they want to keep the two party system in place because that's right. what's helping everyone. This was helping them. It's what's helping the rich people. So that always has made me, made me uncomfortable. So that's that for that reason, that's why I voted third party is just because I don't like, I don't like uh, the libertarians like use the word duopoly. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> duopoly. Yeah. So that, no, that's, I, 
I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think that a lot of people, you know, if you, you know, live, live in a state where you know that you already know who, what, what your state's going to go, you know, you can kind of take that liberty. Like I was, I was surprised with Arizona though. Jeez. I, oh yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. Biden, I, even when Biden took that lead, I thought Trump was going to take it back, but yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that he did not. Yeah. He, did. I was, he, he didn't. Right. I actually don't yeah. remember how that ended. So yeah, no, he, uh, no, uh, Biden won. Biden won um, Arizona, uh, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. Yeah, I, I was, just, I was just like, whoa, surprised. And and being out here, you know, the funny thing is, like, I very rarely saw any Biden signs in in the beginning. In the beginning, like the the, the week before the election, I, I did start to see a little bit more. But Trump signs were everywhere, everywhere. Like the trucks. The- Where in Arizona <laughs> do you live? Um, I live in Phoenix. <laughs> you would think that in a, in a more populated area like that, you would see, cause I always, I always like kind of think that like the Republicans kind of cover the rural areas and the Democrats cover the urban ones. Yeah. Uh, that area I would consider to be urban. Right. So yeah. I would, yeah. I would imagine that there would have been more Biden, more Biden signs. The crazy thing is like, regardless of who would have won, um, you're in, you're inheriting of America that's like super divided, like super, super divided. So, yes. <sighs> and I mean, the, the thing is that I know all the Democrats think that Biden's going to come in and just unite everyone, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think th- like the media might, might play it out like it's that way be- and it'll seem that way because the media does that. Um, but just like with Obama, all the people that didn't like Obama for the most part, I mean, they just kept quiet in their own places until they got their Trump. And it's, I just think it's going to be the same thing this, this four years. And Trump has said he's going to try to run it again in 2024. Uh, I mean, he, he might as well, cause he's got the backing and he's, I mean, he's already been president. So, you know, he's going to have enough people that'll support him to be uh, one again. So I don't want it to happen, but (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it, it wouldn't be the worst idea in the world for him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you hear that he, he wanted to start his own news channel? Like, Yeah, because he doesn't like Fox News anymore because I think what was the Wallace dude, the guy that, that did the first debate, Yeah, uh, he, <laughs> he started talking shit about him on Fox News and Trump was like, nah, screw this. Yeah, Chris, Chris Wallace. Yeah. Chris Wallace, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh man, I don't... I don't um, I, I, I just think that, you know, if, okay, like if I, if, I, if I play devil's advocate for a second and say, say something good, right, about Trump or, or, okay. or give him credit somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that Trump was trying to run America like he had wanted to run one of his businesses. Like, I feel, because a lot of his businesses, like, yeah, he had, yeah, Trump had money, but at the same time, they were going super bankrupt. Like, Trump stakes, Trump airlines, Trump, like Trump ties, like all these things. Like, mm-hmm. But I really think that Trump said, okay, this is being president. My opinion, uh-huh. Trump being president wasn't about helping America, but it was about his personal redemption, like him going out with a bang. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I like that thought kind of came to me as a businessman, as, as, as a businessman, but, but, He's like, you know what? If I could be president, I can, I can do 
with America, what I've been trying to do with my businesses. Um, Cause I mean, the economy wasn't terrible under Trump, right? No. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't terrible. Like it, you know, he, it, what he did with NAFTA, like that's, I thought that was pretty good. And like you said, mm-hmm. prison reform, you know, that, that's something that yep. uh, he and, and Jared, right. Um, yeah. I forget his last name. Kushner. Kushner. Yeah. Like there, there were some things that were going good mm-hmm. that, or, or that, that Trump did good. Um, and there was many big things that Trump was doing terrible, like absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I don't know why that thought came to me that, you know, I felt like Trump being president was more about him and, and, and him trying to redeem himself. I don't know. I don't know if he honestly, honestly, honestly thought that he would beat Hillary Clinton. Like I thought, I thought he was kind of surprised when he won. I, I don't know. I don't know. What, yeah. I, I know it's kind of a far-fetched thought, but it's just something that came to me. I know that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, I think there are a lot of people that think, think the same way. I just, I mean, who knows, who knows what went through his mind four years ago when he actually got the presidency. It was just something that came to me. And I was like, I wonder, I wonder if that was why, um, why he ran. But I mean, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, it's like, you know, that once, once you leave office, you're going to have a lot of people that you pissed off and guess what? Now you're a private citizen. So <laughs> there's a lot of people that think that he's going to be locked up for something. I don't think he's going to be in prison. I agree. I agree. I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I, I think he's going to kind of be like Nixon. Like he's just kind of, kind of, I, I remember I did, I didn't know what Watergate was until it was explained to me in a college history course. Hmm. And when I was told what Watergate was, I honestly didn't think it was as big a deal as everyone made it out to be. I mean, like it was a bad thing that he did. He obviously did a bad thing, but I didn't think it was like so bad that like, cause like since Watergate politicians have done worse things, Clinton's and Trump's yeah. and like, so <laughs> I, so to me, cause you, you know, you know, Watergate was right. Do you know what mm-hmm. it was? It sounded like, it sounded like to me, you ever watch like one of those like children's shows where like somebody runs for president and they try to get, dig up dirt on someone else and they do shady things to dig up dirt on like, that's what it was. That's, yeah. I was just like, what? I was like, I've watched children's shows where this happened. Like I just, so to me, it was like, Oh, whatever. Nixon did it. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I think the thing is that he got caught. Yeah, he right? did. Yeah, he yeah. got caught because I mean, I don't think that I don't think that no one. It's never been done before by anyone else. I I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I believe you. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, and but I mean, and and, and that was one of the things like when I spoke to um, to Jay Chin, Mr. Chin, uh-huh. like the that was the thing because like to him, you know, he for example, he looked at Trump. He looked at Trump like someone who was anti-establishment right um yeah because mr chin came from like south korea where it was like a you know a, a super communist you know i i mean at the time i mean now not as much but like super communist background so to him anything having to do with socialism or any slight form of it would he like it would scare him right so mm. that's why that's why he went for trump and and he even said because i asked him i go okay well so 
I understand why you like Trump. Okay, I get it. But 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 let me ask you this. Just and, and I'm asking you this just to understand. Um, what what do you think about you know all these other things that Trump has said? You know that some people might find racist. That some people might find you know um, you know offensive to women, and and kind of like some some of the other like all all his like stupid tweets. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. what do you think about that? And he's like, you know what? He's yeah, he he's an idiot sometimes. I get it. But for the most part, I don't. I, I I'm so scared of socialism that anything that's against it, I'm all for. I'm like, okay. I mean, that that was. I mean, that was interesting. I I didn't I, I didn't agree with him, but I was able to kind of understand what point he was coming from. You know. Yeah. Um. So, and to him, the the the, the social the social aspect of of Trump didn't matter as much. It didn't matter what Trump said or what he didn't say. What mattered was what he stood for, you know? Yeah, I can get that. I, I, I understand that. I understand that uh, a lot of people liked what he did and they really wanted to see past the the exterior. Um, it's I, I can understand the other side where it's a little frustrating to see past the exterior because you know that so many people are going to be affected by the exterior. <laughs> I guess so what, what your story involved, uh, Mr. Chin? Yeah, right, that, that yeah. Yeah, so um, I wanted to speak to him uh, just because, like, he was, you know, somebody that was really. I was really curious about him, just because, kind of like I mentioned, um, I had seen his signs around town, and his story just seemed fascinating. And you know, ever since, you know, for a while now, I've just been making it a habit to, you know, talk and have conversations with people that, you know, are, are, you know, different that I disagree with so, so that I can connect with them. And I think that definitely like something I was able to learn, for example, with, with Mr. With Mr. Chin was that, you know, he, he oh, oh, and, and by the way, he, he knew that I didn't like Trump, that I didn't vote for him. Like, like mm-hmm. he knew that going in. Um, yeah. He, he knew that we disagreed and he, and he, you know, and I told him, and this is, this is one of the, th- one of the things that I like to do with the people that I talk to is um, um, I kind of serve them. You know, I, like, for example, I, I tell them, Hey, you know, Mr. Chin, if you, if you agree to sit down and have a drink, have, you know, dinner with me and we just talk, then I'll help you. For example, you know, I'll, I'll go to your event. And I'll hand out water to, to, you know, to the people or, or he needed, you know, the election was over. So he needed, he was going to take the signs down. I told him, I said, Hey, let me go help you. Let let me go and let me help you take all, all your signs down um, (laughs) in exchange for you just sitting down and talking to me, you know, and it was great. It was great. I mean, he said, yes, Um, we spoke. I, I was able to, to really, you know, I was asking him kind of engaging questions just so I can kind of find out, um, more about him, but it, it was, it was awesome because I, in the beginning, I was a little, I, I have, a, you know, a perception kind of of what people are going to think, right. Or what people are going to say. And, you know, when he, when he knew that I wasn't, that I didn't vote for the same person he did, I kind of assumed that he was going to kind of debate with me or maybe argue with me. No, not at all. We, we found commonality. We, you know, sat down, we spoke, 
And I, you know, now I consider him a friend and it's a, you know, a friend, I'm, 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 I'm friends with somebody for, I'm friends with him. Not because, not because we talk about politics, but just because we found a common ground, you know, commonality. Yeah. What would you say you have in common with Mr. Chin? Um, well, we, so my professional life, I guess, um, I'm actually, I started off as a, as a mechanic, a flight mechanic, and now I'm going into engineering, aviation. And one of the things that I found in common with him was that he, he was working on a bill to try to get, you know, Asian airlines to fly in and out of like Phoenix. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I had heard about that. I had heard about that um, in, in a newspaper article I had read like months ago. And, you know, we were, we were talking and, and, you know, he was talking that he, he, you know, was trying to get these, these airlines to you know come to Phoenix. And, you know, we were talking about it because we both kind of had that airline experience and it was great. It was great. We were you know talking about that. We we're um, finding, finding common grounds. Like we, I was able to find something that we we're both passionate about, um, even though we both strongly disagreed, you know, politically and, 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 and not even, not even going too far. Like we both, we both love like Korean food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was, <laughs> and, and we sat down, we had some good food and I told him, I said, you know, I just talk to me, just, just let me, let me learn something. I, I told him, I said, if you let me talk to you, I want to talk to you. And I promise that I'm going to learn at least one thing about you, you know, learn one thing about you. And it was an awesome. We, we spent the day taking down his signs because that, that's what he, that's what he wanted. Right. I, I didn't tell him, let me take your signs down. I told him is, you know, let me, let me help you with something, you know, let me offer you some, some service in return to, you know, just letting me talk. And it, and it was great. It was great. We had, you know, we had some good food and, and, and the funny thing is this was actually on an election day <laughs> we, <laughs> when we, we had our conversation. Well, the, the day after, I guess. So mm-hmm. um, that Wednesday. Yeah. The <laughs> aftermath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was good. It was really good. Well, you, did you eat Korean food? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 What's, uh, what, what's your favorite Korean dish? Cause I've only really what's had, your... I've had like the, well, like barbecue chicken and, uh, I had ramen, but I don't know if it was, I don't know if ramen is like a Korean thing or a Japanese thing. Mm. But... So we had, um, we had barbecue. So it was a lot of like pork, Kyobi mm-hmm. pork with with their sauce so so I, I mean we had that and that was that was that was awesome that that's probably my favorite dish or they have these these noodles they're called jampong which is like spicy okay like spicy and kind of i know it sounds weird but like with fermented cabbage but it's huh. it's really good i know it sounds yeah super <laughs> not i mean uh, i'm not a huge fan of cabbage in general but i definitely give it a try because i always like i like trying new things I like trying new food. I feel like I haven't had it, had a lot of Korean food in my lifetime. I've, mm. I, I try, I try to like venture out and try foods from different places, but I'll def, I'll definitely, if I see a Korean place, I'll see if they have that. What, what did you say it was called? Um, champong. Champong. Yeah. So, so it's also like, don't speak Korean. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's like jam, like I'm going to jam out, right? Jam. And then okay. pong, like beer pong. 
Jampong. Jampong, yeah, exactly. Jampong. Yeah, Jampong. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so. I like how you explain that. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. definitely going to help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jampong. that's uh, Jampong. And, and they have it, they have a pork edition, they have beef, they have like seafood, they have all sorts of different options, but. You said it's, it's, a, uh, it's a noodle with with the the meat is it inside the meat like a ravioli or um no it's it's um it's like your 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 ramen type so it'd be kind of out like it's you have your your the the noodles and then like the the meat is kind of you know intertwined there but it's um it's a good dish and it's it's a it's a big bowl too so it's it's definitely filling and if you i don't i mean i don't but I don't, I don't like the, I can't handle the super, super spicy. Um, some people can, but there's a version that you can get that's like super spicy of that. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's, it's just way too much. I, I, at that mm-hmm. point, I'm not enjoying it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I understand. That. Yeah, because like, I like spicy things as well. But sometimes if the spiciness overpowers the flavor of the thing that you're eating then like it's not i don't think it's worth it yeah point yeah i I remember i had a i had a friend that would uh he used to talk about that a lot about because the way he would season his food he always because he likes spicy things too but he always made sure that the flavor was still there (laughs) i mean food is definitely something that you can connect on with most Mm -hmm. you know most most people um i just try to find one thing at least one thing i can connect with people on um, and it's kind of, you know, uh, it's been fun. I've, I've learned a lot from people that I never thought I would. <laughs> yeah. Was you, your story? Was it, um, was it the, was it just like Mr. Chin or was it, uh, I've kind of made it like a mission now that, you know, I'm going to kind of like meet people and talk to people from different, um, you know, different opinions and just different people all around. I, th- I think, yeah, I think definitely part of my story was that, you know, during, you know, the election season, I spoke to like two different people from like two different spectrums and, and okay. I was able to like kind of learn from both of them, like learn the good, learn the bad or, or more than anything, the why, you know, like why, yeah. why do they, why do they think they do? Um, and it's good because it's like, you know, I was, my, my opinion and who I voted for didn't change. But I, I, it, it didn't need to because I, I generally appreciate people that think differently than me, and I think that's that's what that's what I learned, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, as, as cheesy as that sounds, um, it's, I think it's how you change the world, you know, it's how, how you can, unify the divided, just basically just like listening to others, listening to others, yeah, understanding where they're coming from, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Understanding where they're coming from. Not, not, not so that not for me to change necessarily, but for me to just be able to be able to start being the change, the change that I want to be, you know, or that I want to see in the world. So it was good. It was good. I, I, um, I like what I did and I learned a lot. So, um, Mr. Mr. Chin, he was the, the, the Trump side. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, there was a. There was another side as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was. The, I spoke to the Republicans for Biden. So it was. Oh, the, is this the know, judge you mentioned earlier? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The judge. Yeah. Okay. 
last name? Judge uh, Barker. Judge Barker. Yeah, Judge Barker. Um, and he was, you know, he had been, he's been Republican his whole life and, you know, kind of, you know, family man, one, one for his family, one for his church, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was for Biden and he started the group for Biden because he felt that Biden was the best choice. And he felt that he wanted to see that the values represented by the Republican party weren't the values that Donald Trump was, uh, was standing by. And it was interesting when I spoke to him because he got a lot of flack from people within his group and his community. Right. Um, yeah. I would imagine so. Oh, geez. Like he got, he got a lot of flack from, you know, his group of friends, his church, he said, um, but that, and, and he even, he even went on, he went on CNN, I, I, uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, or uh, he, uh, sorry, sorry, not CNN, uh, the New York times, um, the New York times interviewed him because they were just so kind of fascinated with what he was doing. Um, but again, it was all, I learned a ton from him too, because it was interesting to see somebody who had been, you know, Republican their whole life and somebody that uh, was standing, had family morals and was standing really, really, really cared for his community and really had, you know, been a judge for years, but he was going against the norm. He was going against the norm and the norm was for him to continue with the, the Republicans. But, you know, just because Trump was a Republican, he didn't see him. He didn't think that he was representing the values of the Republican party, which, which he had followed. So, and yeah. And I, I mean, that's brave. I think that's brave of him, regardless of what I think of Republicans. I think that's really brave and noble of him because he, he chose to stand up to something what that he, he believed didn't feel in. was right. For what he believes yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not just in. what his party believed in. He, he said, I believe in something. I believe in my own thing. I'm going to strive to achieve that yeah. to achieve, you know, whatever, I don't know, whatever he wanted the country to be yeah. making sense. No, absolutely. And, and it was interesting because he he's, he's in Phoenix, right? He's in Arizona. Right. Um, and yet, you know, you know, you know, you and I were just talking a couple of minutes ago, how like Arizona had gone blue for Biden. And, you know, it made me think of like, wow, there's probably, there was, there was obviously a lot more people that thought like he, like, like judge Barker here in Arizona, there was probably a lot more people that we thought that existed here. Cause you know, if they were able to flip a state like Arizona, I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wonder if uh, all those Democrats were just hiding, hiding, just waiting like the, the Trump heads were back when Obama was president. Yeah. They were just keeping to themselves until the election day came. The next I one. think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I'm going to continue because this is an ongoing thing, right? Right. And I think you said it had, it had more to do than just with politics, right? Right. Right. Like I, I, I'm, I plan to talk to a lot more people. Um, like I, you know, I, I really, I want to do this like the rest of my life, dude. I, I, I think it's I, so fascinating to be able to like kind of try to go into into someone's mind, not, not to try to change them, but just see why, why they, why they think the way they do. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it won't just be politics. Cause I'm actually, I'm, I've been trying to talk to somebody from uh, the, the church of Scientology, for example. Oh yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, that is something to... I would be interested in hearing someone's argument for why they would follow that because I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 that that's what I that's that's what I want to that's what I want to do. I I, I really want to um, would love to sit down and talk to someone in you know in the Church of Scientology. Um, you know, I want to talk to somebody who um, was you know a church leader and then went atheist. Like I, you know, I, I would love to talk to someone like that. I. The more far-fetched the idea, the more I want to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Like, like where, like, where are you coming from? What, what has led you to this point? Um, well, you know, I, I did some traveling, um, yeah. for a couple of years. And one of the things that like really got me about it was what impressed me the most was not what we were different in, mm-hmm. but what, what we were similar in. Right. Yeah. You know, like for example, Mr. Chin. With Mr. Chin. Yeah. With Mr. Chin. So to me, like, you know, I, 2020 has been crappy in a lot of ways for a lot of people. A lot of people are like suffering. I mean, um, forget COVID for a second, but a lot of people are suffering like economically, you know, depression is up. Right. Yeah. Um, Because everyone's got to be trapped inside their house because they can't leave. It's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's um, all sorts of things, all sorts of things you know, racial, right? Like the yeah. racial injustice, like, uh, but if there's one thing that 2020 has taught me is that, you know, there's all sorts of people in this world. Like people are what make this world what it is. And people, not everybody who appears to be bad is bad. Not everybody who appears to be good is good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, and, and I'm not for it. I, I've, you know, I've never been somebody that's like, Oh, you know, every, you know, like judge people based on how, you know, how they look or anything. But, but I think it's more than that because it's like, I'm really infatuated with how, with how people think and why they think the way they do, if that makes any sense. So, yeah, you know, so I thought, and, and I call it, I, I call it conversational activism. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know, I'm trying to show people that you can be a positive change. You, you can change the world every day by just talking to people and finding commonality. Was there more to your story? Um, I mean, my, my story is kind of evolving. My story is, um, you know, there's more to come, I guess. There's... Um, I'm start, you know, I'm continuing this journey of just talking to you know random people and giving them some sort of service so that they can listen to me. So um, there's so you know, I, I I wanted to specifically talk about like the the people I had met, I had spoken to during the election because I thought that that would be definitely something that's like relevant to today and definitely something that we can all relate to. But yeah, but my, but yeah, man, I, I my my stories evolving <laughs> yeah what other what other disagreements would you have with people like besides political yeah um well you know i would love to talk to you know maybe i know it sounds kind of crazy but like cult leaders or um you know like maybe some you know people that are leaders within like certain religions um i would like to talk to like you know, maybe I, I read a story about like an ex KKK member who, you know, left the KKK and now is, you know, working 
in schools to try, you know, I, I don't know. I, I would love to talk to him. Would Working love in schools like, as <laughs> like helping kids, helping kids. Like, Help, okay. Yeah. Help, helping kids. Um, but, but hate black people love, or like not hate black people. <laughs> oh, not. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not, I was, um, I wasn't sure exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, I, yeah. I was really, but, but like talking to, talking to someone like that, you know, um, it's just, just, just people from like all walks of life for people that maybe have an extreme point of view, you know, Re- really just that just people with extreme, extreme points of views. Um, people that are maybe misunderstood. Okay. You know, I would, I would love to like sit down and talk to them. Um, but it's um, there's more conversations to come. Um, and, you know, during this COVID time, I think that, um, people's opinions are getting stronger, whatever they, that opinion is. <laughs> so, so it's, it's gonna, it's, I think it's about to get interesting. So I'm, I'm excited for it. And I mean, the, the best way to bridge the opinions that are so strong is really to talk about them and try to yeah. get people to understand them. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly it. So, it, it you know it's not it's not always easy it's probably going to get more you know a little bit more interesting but i'm 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 down for the journey i'm i'm ready for those uncomfortable situations that's our show that is uh for life is a story thank you for tuning in uh you can like and follow me on facebook and instagram uh life is a story on instagram it is at the number one life is a story uh, hit me up on there. If you're going to be in the Hartford, Connecticut area, uh, let me know. So we, I can set up a time with you and, uh, so we can do an episode or if you're not going to be in the area, we could also set, set something up virtually. So you can also hit me up for that too. Thanks once again for watching and I'll see you next time.